Hello, hello, hello. How the bloody hell are you? Welcome back to our show called The Drop. Caught in the drops. My name's Nathan and I'm joined by Zwift experts, Andrew Hutto-Hudson in South Australia and Rob Zwifty Zwiftabane from the UK. We discuss everything oh. to do with Zwift, an online cycling, racing and training platform uh, that enables users to ride, train and compete against others in a virtual world. In this episode, we are going to meet our special guest, Jake the Snowman Sanderson. Uh, Andrew's going to talk about stage three of the Dirt, Sa Dirt Series. Rob takes aim at the uh, Everyday Zwift in his Sunday roast and uh, much more. Gentlemen, how are we? Superb, thank you. Fantastic. So I must mate. explain your attire. Yes, well, I'm about to get married. So for those that aren't watching this live, uh, uh, for those you know, watching at home at some point uh, later on in about the next 24 hours, I'm going to be uh, at the aisle or at the altar and about to get married. So that's going to be some fun. Many kind of congratulations, sir. I'll just dress up in the old uh, wedding suit to uh, get some use out of it. I don't wear suits much anymore. Well, Sharon's a very lucky lady, I must say. Well, lucky or I'm not too sure. She has to put up with a lot of my rubbish. Well, she's prepared to take the show and you are together. It's a package deal, mate. It's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we come along. <laughs> I've... I've actually written it into written it into the vows as well. So, so it's like, isn't that like a contract where you just you just uh, you you know once you agree on the spot, that's it. You can't back out of it. Yeah, it's <laughs> locked locked in, mate. It's signed and sealed. Just wait, just wait till we're so big that we're daily. Sorry, say that again, mate. Just wait till we're so big that we're a daily show. Oh fuck! Ah, hang on. <laughs> backtrack, guys. Backtrack. Stop. 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 Let's try that again. I don't know if you guys have been caught up by this with OBS, where you I've started streaming, we're streaming, but I haven't sometimes the go live button comes up. Oh, that's oh, yeah, that I've done that the other day. Yeah, I've I've been caught up. So yeah, all right, let's try that again. Hang on, backtrack. Sorry, everyone. All right, we are hang on. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our show in the drops. This is episode four. My name is Nathan, and I'm joined by Zwifting experts Andrew Hutter Hudson in South Australia and Rob Zwifty Zwifter Bain from the UK. We discuss everything to do with Zwift, an online cycling and racing training platform uh, that enables users to ride, train, and compete against others in a virtual world. In this episode, we get to meet uh, our special guest, Jake the Snowman Sanderson. Uh, Andrew talks about stage three of the dirt racing series. Rob takes aim at uh, everyday Zwift during his Sunday roast um, and uh, talks about cracking uh, in the DRS race. And uh, I talk about getting uh, people into racing. So uh, welcome to the show. Gentlemen, how are we? Fantastic, mate. How are you? Good now that I figured out that we weren't live in a second ago. So, <laughs> but we are live now. So uh, we need to uh, watch our P's and Q's. I'm superb, but we must explain your attire. Do you like it? I love oh, it. Nice. So, so for those watching at home or listening, um, I'm about to get married. 
So uh, in about, well, less, about 24 hours, I guess, less than 24 hours. So, uh, yep, if you're watching this, I will probably be standing at the altar uh, waiting for Sharon to turn up. Hopefully she will turn up. Of course she will. She's a very lucky lady. Look at you. Well, Beautiful man. Yes, as I said before, I've uh, I think I've, I've written in the uh, Zwifting and uh, podcast and streaming into the vows, so I don't think she can back out now. We come as a package. <laughs> That's right. Well, she did give me the. Um, she did say that if we need an extra day to do the podcast, I could do it the morning of the wedding. Uh, I kind of thought that might be just uh, taking a little bit too far. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, gentlemen, how has your week been? Not too bad. Maybe we, whilst we're all having a bit of a chat, we could also, uh, Jake, how, how have you been? How have you been this week? G'day, hey guys, Jake. Yeah. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, very, yeah, very no good. Worries. I've just finished doing double TTT, so I'm a little bit uh, carb and sugar deprived. But yeah, I'm, I'm good, thanks. A and double TTT. First, ha, uh, congratulations, Nathan. You well, know, this, is, this is dedication, you know, performing on the day of your wedding. You've got to, you've got to love that. The, the wedding edition. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm good. good. Thanks. I did um, a sportif uh, last week, uh, weekend, which was really, really tough, but really, really good fun. So, yeah, haven't been doing too much racing, uh, recovering a little bit from that. Okay. What were the distances on the TT? Uh, tonight's TTT was 32 kilometres of Richmond UCI reverse, so that hellish course with the two oh, comms to start with. Gotcha. Yeah, tricky. Uh, and we did two of them, so I did back to back, and then I finished about an hour ago, an hour and a half ago. So I've come straight from the bike, uh, well, with a little a little change first uh, to, to the podcast. <laughs> I do like the uh, the kit you got on there. Thank you. Yeah, bespoke snow kit. So um, we we have kit made by No Pins, um, the uh, aero kind of speed suit uh, maker that's UK based. Really, really cool supplier. Um, yep. So it's one of their uh, designs. Uh, but I I designed the kit, so I'll take the credit for that one. <laughs> well, I did, well, I've I've got some kit made up. But I'll have to get that link off you because um, yeah, I'd love to you know get some more things designed and made up. It's uh, great, and they, they work with you as well. So um, I give them a bit of a plug. If you if you have a sort of idea, they'll work with you. But if you're clueless, kind of like I am, most of the time, then they'll they'll help you develop those ideas yourself as well. So really cool. Yeah, awesome. So another, uh, sorry, go ahead, mate. On uh, on uh, the riding front, though, Nathan, I think you probably been a bit quiet this week. I've only done the one ride on the uh, Tuesday myself, and the recon ride for the show. But uh, you too have been a bit quiet this week on the Swift. It has been very quiet, actually. I've uh, I've only done uh, I think one race in the last week, which was last uh, last Tuesday. So uh, it's been I'm a bit worried about getting back on the bike, actually. But I'm just I'm waiting for this week to be over. Um, we've got family over from South Africa, so it seems to be that every night um, is turning into a bit of a party night, um, leading up to the wedding. I don't know if I can actually make it. If I do, I'm going to have to go into detox afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to kill you off before you buy there. South Africans, man, they know how to put it back. I thought you know, Australians could do a good job, but oh gosh. Um, so Hutto, we're having a look at the um, the stats. Yeah. So 
we are going great guns on the uh, in the drops for us so we have got uh up to about 50 subscribers on our youtube channel so that is increasing daily it's so it's going really really well um and i noticed that we've got a new subscriber on uh in the drops as i'm looking at that this morning so we've got 26 members there yeah in facebook land and i think 27th just uh signed in a minute ago so yeah really going well for for our show and um it's obviously gaining some traction around the place yeah no so we want to say thank you to everyone that has subscribed and um you know participated in the our facebook group the links to which will be in the description below so if you haven't joined the facebook group go find the link there jump over join in um there's usually a bunch of chatter going on there about various things and um yeah we'd love to have you uh, have you jump on yeah obviously then um, throughout the show our various videos that we have as you mentioned links will be in there people can chase that up follow that up and uh, any relevant information that we have here they can go back and forth uh, numerous times and watch that so yep jump yep. on there in other news and i'm going to be a little bit gratuitous here um it was uh anzac day here in uh, australia on tuesday so that was a public holiday for us and um, so that involves us um, getting up and paying respects to servicemen and women um, that um, have uh, participated in various events. But we also got to watch uh, Collingwood thump the bejesus out of Effingham, which is my team. Um, Collingwood, I, they're, they're the ones I support. And they had a monstrous uh, final quarter against Essendon and um, came home the victors. And so that's, uh, that's me. We were a big group of us at the uh, the local and joined the afternoon and um, it was tremendous having Collingwood, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, come up and um, take the victory. Okay. Uh, hey, Rob, you mentioned about um, strikes. What's going on over in the UK? Oh, it's, uh, it's an absolute mess at the moment in the UK. It has been for quite a while, but teacher strike today which meant I couldn't go into work because I had to look after my children. Oh, well, wow. I had to be present in the house at least whilst my <laughs> children, to make sure my children didn't destroy it. Um, yeah. And other than that, my, my trainers have been, all been broken down. I've been on bikes on and off. I've been trying to take apart trainers and re-grease axles. And I've only done two races this week and I haven't oh. won a race for nine days. It's like I'm, I'm in absolute withdrawal symptoms. I was going to say. I, I think that's the longest I've been for like six months. It's, are you it's okay? I'm, I'm, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> I need to win a race and I need to win one soon. Actually, um, I was watching your, your your DRS. Was that stage? No, not DRS. Yeah, we did win that one, to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> on Tuesday. But that was a team one and I didn't really contribute. I tried, but I, I, I failed. So... Uh, that was the DRS stage two, which uh, I know previewed last week, and it's two climbs up the uh, New York Col, mm. and it's Zwift Zwift Racing app, Zwift Racing dot app classifications. So I couldn't, I wasn't even with the Bs, I was with the As and A pluses, and they go too fast, especially up hills. <laughs> it's just stupid how fast they go up hills. I mean, thankfully it was a team timed race or team what do they call it team trial race or whatever where the fourth person counts so they were sort of hanging back for their fourth slowest yeah but i was and that but that meant that i i was in i was in that fourth position going over the over the top so i was like desperately trying to get i was giving right. it 
all the beans trying to stay on in fourth place. It was like gut-wrenching stuff. As soon as it got over, I was like, I am never, ever going to go up that hill again. No, but the New York but thankfully, but thankfully, we got five in there. We got five into the front group. And that meant that when it came to the second one, and I was I was really trying to hang on, but I knew there was a fourth in there, really. But uh, have you got that clip? Do you want to show it? Yeah, I do, actually. Hang on, let me bring it up. Hold it. Hold on one second. Hold on. There we go, but that's not it. That's not me. No, that's not it. Uh, it is... This oh, I, don't I don't know. It was just just me suffering on a bike. Basically, unfortunately, I haven't got audio. Though with our non-swearing policy, it's probably best that we that we don't have that. Hang on, I'm just gonna try and. So this is the second time up, and yeah, it's we've we've got these three teams who are competing here. This Electric Spirit, who would be gunning on the front and there's um... actually one second rob i just uh it isn't refreshing for me hold on i was going to see if i can just refresh this bugger and i'm going to click on that button there we go yeah so there's electric spirit and two gas and we've all got and us uh, dirt and we've all got three uh, sorry we've all got four except us we've got five thankfully yeah um, Going, I, I managed this. It's in like these four little bits, isn't there? Of this, mm. this comp, and then it kind of eases off. And I think this is the second one. And I've just made it a beer. And no, I don't look good, do I? I, that, that, I thought I looked good, but that does not look good. You were looking strong there. <laughs> I was watching that. And then, calm down. And then, oh, this is a bit. Um, somehow, it looks like I'm smiling. It does. Not, it looks goodness, like you're enjoying this. Like <laughs> that that is that's me cracking thing. Oh, crack <laughs> I tried it right. It eases off a bit. I think right. Just eases off a bit. I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Okay. I'll just stand up for the next bit. I'll just stand up. Oh no! <laughs> no that's it. Left at all. <laughs> Say good night. Complete catastrophe in the legs. Yeah. No. It it actually made me feel quite good because uh, I realised you actually are human after all. <laughs> People don't want to see the wins. They want to see the suffering we've been through. This. <laughs> they like the pain. Yeah, I think you are correct, actually. I think um, everyone likes to know that they're not uh, they're not as bad, and um, seeing someone suffer makes them feel better about the world. Oh, for sure. Exactly, especially when it's Rob as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially when I have him in my in my stream telling me all the things I should be doing. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, I can't do it. No. Yes. I do know how it feels. I occasionally <laughs> don't win, you know. All right. You haven't seen you haven't seen yourself not win for about the last six years, have you? There's plenty. There's plenty. I just don't don't show. Them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me just uh oh there we go. Okay, so Jake. Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate your time. It was uh, wonderful for you to um, to come on the show. Um, yeah, Rob. The interview well, time. Okay, the prince, <laughs> the, prince time. the sultan of strategy, the tip master supremo, the generalissimo of disastrous finishes, but somehow still managing to win. I give you, Mr. Jake Snowman Sanderson. <laughs> How are you doing, Jake? 
I'm very well, thank you, Rob. That was a great introduction. I have to say, you could, you know, you could have a career in UFC style announcing that <laughs> all goes wrong. Uh, <laughs> I think that was pretty, pretty generous as well. Pretty generous. I can't complain. But yeah, I'm I'm very well, thanks. Um, like I say, a bit bit tired from the TTT, but I'm excited to be here. I'm a I'm a fan of the, the show, so yeah, really excited. Well, I've been a big as you as you obviously know i've been a big fan of your youtube channel for a long time has anyone commented more but anyway i've commented <laughs> a lot and i've watched two of your videos and you've obviously got a really broad cycling knowledge um you know not just in zwift like like myself who's just like in my, in my, in my garage on my computer but uh so what is your background in cycling uh, well, like like a lot, I think a lot of people who who got into Zwift, uh, cycling through Zwift, I, I kind of started off uh, trying to better myself. So I was a lot heavier than I am now. I was probably maybe ten kilos, not quite that, a little a little bit less than that. Heavier than I, I am now. I, I was a smoker. Uh, wasn't particularly fit. Um, and like a lot of people, I hit thirty and kind of went, hmm, I'm not very young anymore. At least compared to you know the the, the real sprinters out there. So um, I, I did an in real life 100 mile ride, which was quite a transformative thing for me. So that was like a really cool thing because I trained for it. I fixed my, you know, my lifestyle to a degree. And well, I really you liked in the before that or? Uh, not really. I did a couple of um, commutes to work. So that was kind of what I was used to doing. And um, I, I, I think I quit smoking maybe six weeks before that 100 mile ride and kind of started wow. training really seriously for it, lost a bit of weight. Um, and, and kind of got addicted to the, the rush of that and, and how that feels. Um, and from that, started doing more outside rides. And then when I hit 30, had that sort of minor, you know, early midlife crisis, um, I decided that, you know, I'm not getting any younger now and I'm not getting out on the road as much as I should be. So why not try and get myself a, a trainer and see how that works? And um, like a lot of people, you know, I did that first Swift ride and was instantly hooked, kind of chasing wheels. Uh, I think it was New York as well, actually, not the comp, but um, New York was my first ride. And just sort of chasing the wheels uh, in a social ride environment was really, really cool. And I got dropped, obviously, in that first ride really, really badly. Um, and I think it was a 1.5 ride. So kind of like the, the obsession then became, can I complete one of these rides hanging onto the pack? And, and from that, like a lot of people, it just grew and grew and grew. That then became, can I sweep these social rides? Then that became, can I get the sprint jersey on the social rides whilst we're doing it? And uh, that it just kind of naturally evolved from there, really. And it was sort of through doing those sorts of different kinds of rides, I discovered that I really, really like sprinting. Uh, probably because it's the only thing I was halfway good at, especially when I first started. Um, and my kind of history when I was younger was um, playing football, rugby, doing 100 meter sprints. Um, very sort of fast twitch kind of guy very 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 lazy so i like i like to go fast uh, but for very short periods of time um oh, and that kind of naturally transferred over to to cycling and I from, from my squat my plane squash might have helped because that is like really short sprints that's like boom boom, oh, boom, boom. squash is you've got to be super fit for that you can't you can't mess around i think even when i was probably at my fittest when i was younger i remember doing squash and going this is some sort of torture but uh, yeah, anything like that really, you kind of, I didn't know it at the time, but that was the style of rider I was, or, or sort of athlete I was, was a fast twitch athlete. When you're younger, you don't really understand that and, and kind of getting into cycling and learning about power numbers and the different kinds of rider that you could be was quite exciting for me. Um, took me a while to sort of understand it and then naturally made the connection that actually fast twitch is something that kind of follows you across all sports really. And when I look back, I saw actually, yeah, that's something that I've kind of always done. And then from there, 
um, sort of started doing sprint lessons, sprint tips and meetups and um, the snow team kind of naturally grew from that really when people started to um, get excited about it because it turns out not a lot of people on Zwift which you know um, can, can sprint very well or don't know how to sprint very well. You have got the best bar none <laughs> Zwift tips video on, on the internet. I, I must have recommended like half the viewers that you that you've got, which is quite a lot. It's like was it ten thousand views? I think I saw something like that. Yeah, just under. I just absolutely love it. Is this, do you want to just talk about that that video alone? Yeah. So that that video is again, and it, being a lazy sprinter, uh, I look for every hack I can try and find to maximise your power for minimising your energy. Right. So um, I was having a look at some online videos, and I think it was. Uh, trainer Road or NorCal Cycling and they had a video about how to be explosive in sprinting. And I thought that was really, really interesting um, because it's something in Zwift that you just sort of naturally don't do because you're, you're not out on the road. So I thought about putting this video together um, once I'd learned this this secret tip, um, which obviously not a really secret, it's basically how you sprint, but um, it's easier to kind of to market it to people like that because it essentially is a hack that will gain you a couple of hundred watts. But it's a really easy thing and it just involves sort of uh, pulling the handlebars in a certain way. Um, but it does, it gains you probably 100, 200 watts pretty pretty quickly. So yeah, that was a good one. And I've had a lot of good feedback from people that I was coaching through sprinting that they really liked that. So I thought it was a natural one to, to make a video on. But it, it, I didn't really think it through, Rob, because essentially I've taught all my competitors how to, <laughs> how to beat me in a sprint. So it wasn't the greatest idea in that sense, but um, well, it's helped a few people. So that's really well. And people were using my own tips against me in the in the, 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 the record that I did last week. We used it against me. I was like, damn it. You have to get used to it now, you know, yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you've proved you know what you're doing. But I, I can about, I mean, I can obviously vouch for your video because you know, because I've recommended so many people, but it is the way to go from being sort of mid-pack with occasional wins to being, you know, a winner. You know, that extra 100 watts is just mm. the difference. And it all is, is just the way you hold the handlebars as much as anything. People who don't get in the drops, in the drops, wow, what a name. People <laughs> who don't get in the drops, you know, you, you're just missing out on free watts. Yeah. And it's not just it's not just that, watch the whole video, but that's half I of it. I was watching the watch the video too. And I th I kind of thought I was doing that, but then when I saw uh, Jake you doing it, I thought, no, nope, I don't do that. So, yeah, I can't wait to try the next race and uh, see how that goes. Well, well, we'll be expecting a couple of hundred extra watts, Nathan, in the finish. If not, we're <laughs> going to be disappointed. Well, don't look too carefully. That's all I ask. <laughs> and so you you've, in your YouTube videos, you've got like loads of stuff about Carapaz and Sagard, and you try to emulate them. So, you know, you, do you have a broad, you know, you, do you watch loads of... Yeah, very sad. So, um, which is definitely not uncool, sad thing for a 34 year old man to do, but I, <laughs> I still play uh, Tour de France computer games. So I've got it on the PlayStation. Oh, uh, and wow, I also okay. have Pro Cycling Manager, which if you follow Benji Narsen uh, on YouTube, yeah, you yeah. probably know Pro Cycling Manager, what it is. He does a lot of videos like that. Um, oh, right. So I, I really do enjoy the tactical side of it. Um, I really get into that. And I, I've been watching the Tour de France for, for 10 years plus, um, religiously. So every time it comes out, I'm, yeah, I'm good into too. it. And I watch pretty much all the pro racing. GCN Plus has been like a really good um, way to make cycling more accessible for the masses. And that's been great for me. So yeah, and, and things like Lantern Rouge, watching those sorts of videos, you know, really, really good. He does a great style of video. Um, so yeah, I kind of got into to tactics that way and it's sort of um, what you can do on Zwift is essentially a video game as well. So 
very, very sad, but uh, I, was, I was saying to my team, I made us on the game, I was then playing games, and then you can try some of those tactics in real life, can't you, and see if they work. So that's yeah. like the ultra level of sad, you get really, really uh, far along. But yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty much an anorak when it comes to most things like doing these days. Yeah, so it's got some great videos. You're, you're on the hunt for a thousand, near, nearly there. Everyone, go and, go and subscribe to Jake's channel, and then get your family to, to subscribe, <laughs> and get them to make up false accounts, <laughs> get them all to subscribe, dig up your grandmother, get her to subscribe, <laughs> put a ring in Turner, obviously, and then whatever you do, you've got to get Jake over a thousand. It's the most, it's a travesty. You've got to save the other viewers because I keep going on about it in the videos and it, it's, it's annoying me at this point. So I can only imagine how the viewers feel. So save them, save, you know, save me, subscribe to In The Drops and me. And, uh, <laughs> All the links to both of them will be in the description below. So scroll down, click on the link, go over to Jake's channel and uh, yeah, definitely hit that subscribe button and also hit the notification so you get notified of his videos. Sorry. I've got somebody asking, Stuart, I think it is, asking about breaking your uh, feet with the garage doors. <sighs> yeah, that was uh, that was unfortunate. So that was about three years ago. Um, I It was just after I'd done the Uber pretzel, so the day after I'd done the Uber pretzel. Um, I, I really regret that it couldn't have been the day before the Uber pretzel, all things considered. Um, but I have a, a garage which sort of I let my family store some furniture in over winter and it was the first time I'd opened the, the door to try and get my brother's bike out of there and some furniture had shifted um, inside the, the door so when I opened it I couldn't see but the furniture sort of dropped and smashed uh, both my feet so I broke both my feet, dislocated all my toes on my one foot. Oh. Um, which is quite unfortunate, really, but it was um, it was quite it was actually quite a good thing because that uh, I was sort of a 4.0 rider on Zwift, sort of struggling to hit 4.0 for 20 minutes. Had that foot break, was off the bike for six weeks. It told me I wouldn't be walking for two months, and I was sort of cycling in about five weeks on a on the turbo <laughs> train, really low resistance. But that break helped me come back as a much stronger rider. So we laugh about it now. And the, the other thing that was quite funny was I was wearing my my pink dressing gown. You definitely, there's nothing more than a pink dressing gown. Um, and I just shaved my head for charity, which, if you can imagine, it's not, you know, it's not a great look. I don't look great with the shaved head anyway. Um, and my, my next door neighbor ran outside thinking there'd been a car crash or something, hearing all this banging, and, and thought I was my girlfriend. <laughs> so, I ran over so I'm there on the floor, reeling around on the floor with these feet. Going, oh my God, no, it's fine. It's, it's Jake. It's not my girlfriend. I'm just, it's going to be okay. So it was a bit of a, uh, a catastrophe all around, but it worked out in the end. <laughs> okay. So, as well as being an awesome racer, you also seem to specialize in three things tactical maneuvers, we've already mentioned, thermonuclear attacks, and disaster mad victories. In fact, disaster seems to follow you from what you've been saying. Uh, is that a valid uh, portrayal? I think that's fair. Yeah, I can't really I can't really argue with you there. Um, in terms of uh, tactical masterclass, well, I already said I'm quite lazy, and so the tactics come in how you can maximize that laziness, so it works out. Like, I think it was, um, I can't remember if it was Bill Gates or somebody said, if you want a job simplified, put a really lazy person in charge of it because they're going <laughs> to find yep. the easiest way to do it. And I kind of subscribe to that theory. So generally speaking, I'll try and find the laziest, most energy conservation kind of tactic. And then that factors into the one big attack, which is yeah, the, the thermonuclear attack. Uh, shout out to Lantern Rouge for the, for the credit on that one. But, and then um, somehow something goes wrong near the end. Or is that just not your best videos? 
pretty much every time like we said people like the pain and the suffering don't they no one wants to see the wins um no. so yeah it, it's it's breaking uh, yeah, it's the, the, late, the, the latest one where I uh, smashed the handlebars actually, Zwift Insider have just picked that one up and put it oh, on their top five videos. So that was really cool. Shout out to Zwift Insider for always supporting small content creators. Yeah. But yeah, the, the people like the angry ones, don't they? So yeah. I can't complain too much, I guess. It, as infuriating as it is in the moment, as you know, not to get the win. <laughs> yeah. And uh, who's this uh, pro racer that you've been hooking up with? Uh, Kiel? Is it Kiel Power? Kiel Power, yes. So um, that one came about from, um, I proposed a video idea. So I had an idea for a video after watching some GCN style stuff uh, over Christmas and trying to come up with some new ideas. Zwift, Zwift videos are very um, methodical and very sort of boring, aren't they, by the numbers. So the idea was to try and come up with something a bit different. And I thought, wouldn't it be really cool to see how uh, good a uh, some technical issues. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't it be really cool to see how good a pro racer is and how um, much better they are than the rest of us? So I reached out to a fellow YouTuber, not today, Pogacha, Ollie Moore, mm -hmm. really great guy, really uh, talented YouTuber and racer. Yep. Um, and he he happened to know Kiel Power already oh. from uh, an event that he'd been on, and he reached out to Kiel um and managed to get him to agree to to race us he was a super nice guy really really strong rider as you saw when he managed to get um fifth at the esports worlds a uh, mm. month or two after our challenge so to be able to get that sort of a result is obviously a super super strong rider but he was a really really nice guy um and really kind of open to doing that challenge with us so yeah it was kind of a uh, my idea and ollie put the dots together with the the connections but um it was an eye-opener just how strong they are. So I think I managed to hold his wheel for three minutes or something like that. But it's uh, I literally had to get off the bike and have a lie down afterwards. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't put it together. It was sort of very GCN style, wasn't it? They they do they do that. Sort I'll, of I'll give them the credit. I did I did rip them off a little bit for that one. Um, yeah. But that's just a credit because I think they do really cool uh, yeah. video ideas. They're, they're they're good at pushing up with them. Okay, we've got to start wrapping up. But two questions. Uh, one is your teammates. Uh, when I was trying to get in contact with you, described you as one of the nicest people in the world, which I can attest to, but also utterly mental. How did they get this impression? Uh, probably by talking to me. I think that's. <laughs> uh, I, I can't really dispute that. I think yeah, as rather than staffing or just uh... just you know, you've got to be a bit crazy to run a Swift racing team, haven't you? Yeah, I suppose no. And they, they they also said they they the question I should ask you is uh, what are your feelings towards insects? Towards <laughs> insects? Uh, well, this is debatable. Uh, I'm not particularly strong, so uh, there've been some some occasions where I've been on the trainer and attacked by a wasp or other <laughs> flying insects and happened to you know throw a, a bit of a hissy fit. Um, not particularly great. And also we did. There's a long-running joke where we did a sportif where I just ordered a latte on the break. We'd had a break and I'd ordered a latte and a massive um, Daddy Long Legs just flew and landed straight <laughs> in the, the drink. And I, I wouldn't drink it and I got absolutely ripped endlessly for that. <laughs> well, thanks, Jake. Have you, you got any more questions, gents? Yeah, no, I, I had one question for Jake um, and about the YouTubing. So uh, what's the biggest thing you've, you've, you've learned or been surprised by? after getting into YouTubing? 
Good question. Um, how fickle the algorithm is, which you guys probably understand <laughs> as well, is uh, I kind of was under the impression that if you, I thought, if you make a good video, it's going to do well. Yeah. And some of, uh, in my opinion, my best videos have done the worst, and some of my yeah. worst videos have done the best. And I think yeah. it's kind of an eye opener when you think you're going to get, you're going to make it big off one video, and you kind of think actually it's going to take about two thousand videos to get to that point. Yeah. Um, so kind of the, the grind was more than I expected how much work it takes and that that goes to all the, the YouTube content creators so um, you know Rob, Ollie Moore, uh, Cadman, Eric Barfell, everybody works so hard to, to put that content out so yeah that was probably the biggest eye-opener I think. You've just got to enjoy doing it haven't you otherwise yeah. I mean it's just pointless. <laughs> well, none of us are going to get and I hate to break this to you Rob but none of us are going to get rich and famous making good <laughs> so yeah you've got to do it because you love it. But now that's where you've got to start a podcast. That's my thinking. Oh, yeah. I think you're onto a winner. Um, and got any big corporate advertisers yet, Nathan? Well, <laughs> not just yet, but we're getting there. It's only episode number four. We've got a few more to go. Um, and one of the questions I had was, um, so about your channel, where do you see it going? What What's the vision you have for it? Um, good question again. Yeah, I'd like to sort of branch out a little bit. I think the Zwift uh, recaps are really cool, the race recaps, but it can be quite, again, quite formulaic and you, there's only so many things you can say if you're doing a couple of those videos a week. So I'd like to kind of branch out, do some more challenges. One thing I was looking at was doing some sort of podcast style stuff, but having been a guest on this, I don't think I'd be able to do it any better than this. So I might um, just kind of leave that to the, to the pros. But yeah, I think it's, it's kind of about trying to grow the, the, the channel and the brand um, as much as possible and try and make good content for people. And like you say, as long as you're enjoying it, that's the main thing. That's it. As long as you're having fun. Don't take it too seriously, I guess. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's, uh, let's crack on. Thanks, JK. Thanks very much. And please stick around. Uh, um, help us out with the rest of the show. I'm sure you've got some um, some wonderful insight, especially when it comes to Rob's roast and uh, a, a couple of of the other videos. Um, so please do stick around. Um, all right, gents, where are we going now? We are going to head over to Rob. Actually, Andrew. Andrew. Yes. Do you want to talk about um, DRS? And we've got stage three coming up. Let me just. See, if I'd been prepared, I'd have the sh there we go, the graphic up. Yeah, so stage three is coming up uh, in our next, oh, our next race. Uh, we are in Scotland for stage three. We're doing the Muckle Yin, which sort of covers across three different courses, I think it is. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Three different courses within Scotland. You do bits of the Glasgow Crit, you do bits of the Rolling Island, and you do bits of the City to Skur. You pronounce it Skur? Skirt, something like that. Uh, so you do bits of those three courses uh, that are mushed together. So um, yeah, it's going to be a challenging course, uh, but I think it'll be um, a good one. So like the first couple of races we've had uh, are both sort of been sort of teamish type events with the the team time ride and in stage two and stage one, which was I can't remember. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it'd be nice to actually have be able to go and chase some point, uh, chase some segments and points, I guess, individually in this round as well. Um, course profile, as you got there on the screen, Nathan. Yep. You have the, the first three of those, which is the breakaway gray reverse counts as a segment. And I'm the skirt north is the second one, and then yep. the breakaway bray the, on the forward direction is the third one. And then the Clyde kicker, the skirt summit 
on the south side and the champion sprint don't count for that except for obviously finishing points but or finishing segments now before we get into the video you spotted a couple of other things as well yeah so in my little ride around um as you go up the top of the skirt climb and it does it from both directions i'm i think there is i was looking at the aurora that was that was happening in there and then notice these stars so I turned off the head-up display, and that's why you'll see in the video that that suddenly sort of blinks on and off. Uh, turned that off so I can actually see the the skyline a bit better. And within the stars in there, um, there is a person riding a bike, and there's another set of stars that link up to make up Nessie. And um, as you go around, twist and turn on the course, different stars, the lines will actually link the stars together. and. Uh, show up those things so in the, my recon video obviously it's a little bit hard because it goes so quick because I'm trying to get through it but if you ride that route in a casual uh, pace and, and go up there and, and you start to see the aurora turn off your head up display and all the graphics that are on your swift screen and you should be able to see them quite clearly so uh, that one there I think is the person on the bike that you can see at the top center of the screen I and even after I've been looking at these pictures, I'm thinking, oh yeah, it's a bit constellation, it's something a little bit different. But now that you point out, it actually is a person riding a bike. Yeah, how it, incredible is that? I know. I've never noticed it. And then when I finally noticed it, I thought, hey, is somebody has that already been like a known thing? And then I'm just like really slow to have picked that up that it's been in there. Yeah, um, and yeah. you're right. There's Nessie as well. Yep. How incredible is that? I had no idea. I've done that route at least six times. I've been over the skirt at least six times and never seen it. It's awesome, isn't it? I love Scotland. I couldn't remember Scotland anymore. I didn't think I could. Now I do. Yeah, well, it's definitely a reason to go back and check it out again. Okay, so we're going to jump across to um, your recon vid. Let's hit the play button. As we head out of the pens towards the Glasgow Crit Circuit, welcome to Dirt Racing Series Stage 3, Scotland and Muckle Yin. Here comes our start line and also the finish line in the Glasgow Creeks course. We're going to head out through the course towards the rolling highlands. Here we're going to, as the name suggests, go around the countryside. I love the uh, Scotland routes. I reckon they're great. Really enjoyed all of the ones that are in here and I uh, think some of these are the best maps that we have got. So we're going to roll around on the highlands. It should be a reasonably steady pace for the group. Nothing too extreme on the outside here and I think everybody would have a good chance to warm their legs up for the three segments in play that are coming up towards them, which are the two breakaway braids from both directions and the skirt north. So heading up towards the top of these climbs, we're heading towards the first one here. Go through there, no power-ups I don't think in the racing series, so forget that. Come through these big stone archways and then you have some downhill so here's a chance to suck in with the the draft and uh, sit in with the group sorry and you maybe get a good super tuck there if it's cruising on fast enough get ready for this little castle thing here and the climb up through here uh, peaks at around nine percent so good chance to really test those legs out see who's going to go hard and who's not climb up through there and we're heading towards our first segment which is the reverse breakaway bray it's 450 meters at basically 2.2 percent uh peaks at around about five so not too bad gives a nice warm-up go through there come down on the other side and then we're going to roll around the outside of the lock and we're going to be heading towards the skr 
north, which is coming up. Skir North is 1.6 kilometres long, it's 3.8% and will peak at about 13%. So rolling through the height and the uh, countryside here, you can see <coughs> that the intestines are coming up here on the right hand side. Underneath the bridge here, so we're almost there now, here comes the roundabout with the big rock thing and we have our summit north on ahead of us. This is a gravel section, you might be inclined to get change your weight there. <laughs> Uh, but, oh, uh, but I'm not doing that, so but that's up to you. Um, certainly a gravel bike could be faster, but it's a risky move. Have a quick drink and we keep working your way up through this climb. As I said, peaks at 13. And I think the bottom half of this climb is the worst half of the climb. Um, the peaks certainly get better as you further go up further. Not to say it's going to be easy, it's just going to be better. Work your way up through the climb here. It's not too bad. If you get to the top and you're bored, have a look at the stars around you. You will be able to see some shapes within the stars and you should be able to see Nessie joining in there and you should be able to see a person on a bike through the KOM banner. And there's a bike one that just went past us. Go down the south side of the mountain. And we're gonna come back up this way later on. So we're heading down here. We're heading towards our third segment which is going to be the breakaway brave forward so we're heading back around the lock we basically do loops around there through those stone arches again recover on the downhill here uh, maybe draft in the pack get a bit of super tuck if it happens if the pace is high enough head towards this little climb don't forget nine percent in here it is a little bit of a um, steep little sucker but push your way through that we're going to go round through this and then we're going to head towards the crossover point for the breakaway bray. So you can see that white line, here we are, we cross over the bridge over the lock. There it is there. We're going to turn left and head back up the forward breakaway bray, 600 meters at 2% with a peak of seven. You wanna push really hard for this. This is our last segment of the map. Um, go all out, work your way through to the banner. Down the other side, we're gonna get a little bit of a rest and then we're heading towards our fourth climb for this race, which is going up the Skur South. So we're going rolling around the outside of the course again, back up some of these little hills. Some of them are little draggy climbs and by the end of this stage, we're getting tired legs and they should start to be hurting a bit. We're going to be looking for any rest we can. So those three climbs are gonna be a good chance for you to put some real pain into some of your positions if you get bored do a bit of a highland jig like i'm doing there that'll take your mind off your um, pain that you're going through start gates are up here on the left ignore those and you're looking for the roundabout that's also on your left hand side we're going to keep coming up through this hill a little bit of a climb you can see there goes the gates here comes the roundabout turning left up the south summit those segments on here is a one kilometer climb, 3.3%, peaking at around about nine. It is all bitumen on this side of the mountain. So for those of you who didn't do the bike chains, this is where you can uh, put the pain into those that may have. If you look really carefully, you see some highland cows on the left-hand side. They are the ones that live up in the mountains. That's why they're called highland. <laughs> As we go around here, we're almost at the comm. There it goes, there it thing. Recover on the downhill or push like buggery because we're almost on the way home here now. At the bottom of this downhill, we are literally three kilometers from the finished. So 
you can either recover a bit here or this is a chance to really put some pressure on your uh, opposition. 3Ks from this point. Away we go here, back towards... Sorry, I'm just going to... I noticed the quality of the video was getting a little bit... Um... Back towards the Glasgow Crit course. Another bit of a Scottish jig, just to take your mind off things. Turning left into here, and we're going to be going up our last climb called the Clyde Climb, which is on our left as we're going through here. As we go around the, the streets, here it comes. The first part's not too bad. The second part here peaks at around about 9%. Get out, get on the pedals, you're gonna work really hard up over this climb, roll this downhill, use some momentum to go up and over this bit, and then through all these streets, you're going to go towards our finish line. Not long to, to go from this point on. As we come up here, we're gonna go through a bit of a roundy twisty bit. Left turn, and then the next left turn is going to take us onto the main straight, 300 meters to go. Push, 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 all out, give it everything you got, and boom. We are done, excellent. Now you're going to use uh, correct technology when you do these recon videos. The uh, roundy, twisty bits, the uh, this thing here and that thing there, and <laughs> yeah, I've got to get better at researching some of my uh, landmarks. <laughs> you, oh, I do like the Highland cows though. Uh, the whole Highland cows, yep. <laughs> okay, Rob, um, we're going to move into uh, your racing line, the racing line, the, the inside line. Sorry, the inside line. You wanna, That's right. We'll do this one now. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to quickly point out that Rob's got a great little uh, short video uh, on how to win the Muckle Yin, and he yep. gives some um, five points on there. So I didn't go into when you should start your sprints or things like that because I don't want to help out people too much. But <laughs> there are other, uh, Rob's got a great video on some of those sort of pointers. So by all means, check out his channel and look for that on there. Okay, I'll say one thing on DRS. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop playing, Rob. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, the way, now, I've been forgetting the intro, so let me hit an intro. <laughs> All right, Rob. Uh, things aren't going well at the moment. Anyway, All right. Here we go. We're right. back on. Um, you want me to hit play? Go for it, yeah. have been announced and they're all crit circuits. Yay! Who doesn't like going round and round in circles lots? I certainly do, and so should you. And we start off with the volcano counterclockwise, which is just the American way of saying anti-clockwise, just using more letters. It's a great course and it starts off in downtown Watopia, down that little ramp, and then you know the score, up this little bit. Everyone always goes hard here. Everyone, it's mandatory. Any race that goes up here always starts off hard. It achieves virtually nothing, but everyone has to do it. Then you go over the, through this little tunnel thing and then start the laps around the volcano. And we've got three laps around the Volcano and the power-ups are Feather, Arrow and Ghost and they're all pretty good for the finish and this is the best way to go around the volcano. I'm not going to show you the whole lap around the loop, it's 4.2 kilometers and uh, the lap starts in the volcano, starts and ends in the volcano and then you 
take a dip out of the volcano, round you go, um, um, through the volcano again, take a dip down, flat bit, and then the exciting bit starts on the final lap for the, um, at about 800 to go. So we're gonna have a look at everyone's favorite crit racer, Cadman Cycling. Oh, and wow. the, as I said, the excitement starts with about 800 meters to go. And it's just after this turn off. If you look in the mini map, there's a turn off off to your left and the ramp starts up there at about, oh, I thought it was 800, maybe, maybe near 700. And it starts, it starts pretty easy um, at about 3%, but then ramps up to around 6% and stays and stays there for a while. So if you've got good one minute power, maybe if you've got the ghosts, you could make a long range attack from about here, I would say. And Cadman's doing a perfect job, stayed in the draft. If you're gonna launch, launch now, hit the ghost, get a good, like, get a good gap, and off you go. And then when it flattens out a bit, if you've got the aero, use it then when the speeds are higher and take it all the way to the line. But it's not your only chance. It will, people will push hard here undoubtedly, but if you're not going to make your break there, then the chance, there's a good chance that somebody will and you can draft behind the chasing pack or you may have to lead it yourself if someone's got to lead it. And that's the advantage of um, going long is that you cause confusion in the pack. Someone, someone's got to chase and nobody wants to. So you get this flat bit here. Um, if you're out off front, then keep the hammer down. And if you're chasing, then just try and, try and get others to do it, but you may have to do some work yourself. And then the great bit about this course is that coming up to this bump here, Cadman just about manages it perfectly. He's in a points race here, which he actually wins, and he's done it even better on previous laps. But what he does is he carries some power into this, he carries some speed into this ramp. This is his fifth time round, I think. But uh, so he carries some power into that ramp, keeps it down all the way down the ramp. Yeah, it takes a little bit of a seat again, and then goes for it again into this final extra little ramp up to the finish. Hit it hard, just five seconds to go at this stage. If you're gonna do your normal sprint, you know, if you normally sprint from 280, say, leave it till just before that ramp. It's a little bit little bit shorter, but because of the extra ramps, that it'll, it'll make your sprint last just as long. And you wanna keep a little bit for this little ramp at the end. He gets beaten at the line, but he wins the race. Kaboom. And that is how you do it. Yeah, no, that's um, that's great. So, what well, do you think about these crit these crit routes? I, I love crits. I I must have done that counterclockwise race. I don't know, like fifty times. It after after Crit City, it's the place that I've won the most, and in that direction, I just love I love it. It's a really exciting course. I know it's going round and round, but it you know you get used to it. You you get to feel people out how hard they go up that ramp the first few times. You know, you get and you can play. You can play a bit of rope a dope, maybe if you wanted. But I, I love it. I don't. What do you think about my my, my sprint assessment, Jake? I, I think that was pretty bang on. The only thing I would add to that is if you don't want to go when you went, uh, that's perfectly valid. And I think that last little rise is a, probably the most important part of the whole sprint. 
but I'd prefix it by saying if some if you don't want to go, that's fine. But if somebody else goes, you're going to have to chase them, or they're going to get away. So you've yes. got to be prepared that you are going to, like Rob said, if you if you you're potentially going to have to use some of that explosive energy to not let people get away, even if you're trying to save it for the very very end. But yeah, I think especially the outside bit just before you get into the volcano, that is exactly where I would launch it. Try and hold it for as long as you can. Like you say, save something for that last little kicker. But that was pretty bang on. Great. Okay. Thanks for that, guys. So we might um, we'll do a we'll do we'll jump into um, so how to get into racing. This is a question that's come up a couple of times, which is for people that are new and they've been watching, you know, Rob's videos, Jake's videos, Pardo's videos about racing. We've all we've all been doing it for quite some time. We know everything to do to get into it. But I thought we'd do a quick segment on for those that don't know how, don't know where to start. Like they've been swifting for a little bit, they want to get into racing, but they don't know about swift power and all these other things and what they need to do to join a team. So I thought we'd put a quick um, clip together to um, take everyone through uh, just some some basic steps and get into get. Okay, so there we go. That's my rude okay, so head. In this uh, video, we're going to create uh, a Zwift Power account, create a Zwift Racing App account. Um, as a side product, we're going to create a Strava account, and then we're going to find a team to join. Uh, uh, these are the basic steps that uh, we need to cover off in order to get ourselves set up uh, to race. So step one, create a Zwift Power Account. So we are going to uh, open a browser up and head on over to www.zwiftpower.com. There we are there. We're going to click on create an account. This is super simple. We are going to enter our Zwift account details. I'm going to assume that you've got, you've got a Zwift account. You've been Zwifting for a little bit or a lot and uh, you want to get into racing. So you've got a Zwift account. We're gonna enter the details here and click log in. That's as easy as it gets. That is your Zwift Power account. You've got a Zwift Power account now. All right, uh, you can save your password there if you want to. There's our, our the, the basic page you see. We can click on profile. There's our profile there. Uh, this is a test account, so I'm level one. Uh, up the top there is our Zwift ID. And you can also find that when you go into settings as well. So it's just there, Zwift ID. Uh, we can configure our profile. So choose the time zone you're in. Doesn't matter. Doesn't make too much of a difference. Just with the the times of races, I guess. And we're going to update that. Now, if you do already have a Strava account, you can link it here as well, just on the right hand side there. So I haven't done any races under this account. It's a test account, so I don't have any results. But we'll check that out a bit later on. Okay, so. Write down your Swift ID. We're going to need that a bit later on for some of the other steps. So it's at 515-1961. So when you've got that written down, now we're going to go and head over to create a Zwift racing account. Now, you're probably wondering why do you need a Zwift Power account and a Zwift racing account? Different racing series have chosen to utilize the different systems. So for example, uh, ZRL is a racing series, Zwift Racing League. 
uh, that was still using Zwift Power as its categorization system. So to know which category you belong in, D grade, C grade, B grade, or A grade. Um, what we found now is that, uh, for example, the Chase series, the Dirt Racing series, they're using the Zwift racing app. So rather than having to go back and then recreate another account later on, we're just going to get it done all at once. So what we're going to do now is we are going to go and open a browser up. Yep, create a Zwift Racing account. And we're going to go to ZwiftRacing.app and come into here. Now we're going to log in. Obviously we don't have an account, so we're going to create an account. Now in this case, we are going to use Strava. Now the reason why I've chosen Strava is more than not people who Zwift have a Strava account. And if you don't already have a Strava account, it's worthwhile creating one. There's lots of information in there, a lot of information um, that is handy to go back and look at. So if you don't have a Strava account, sure you can use Google, that's fine too, there's no issues there. But in this example, we're gonna focus on Strava um, and use that. All right, so our side quest is to create a Strava account. So now we're gonna head over, create another tab, we're gonna go over to strava.com and we're going to create an account, which is the default page that comes up. And we're gonna use, in our case, just a, a, our own personal email address. So I'm gonna use my email address, I'm gonna put my password in, the password I want to use, and I'm gonna sign up. So we've signed up, um, there'll be a few more prompts I've got to fill out, my profile details, my name, that's obviously not my correct name, uh, my date of birth, and we're going to follow, well, it so happens that Nathan OTR YouTube comes up, so hey, I'm going to follow that guy. Next, I can connect it with Facebook, do the whole social thing. Um, yeah, sure, I can either be notified of email alerts or notifications. Uh, I can start a free trial. In this case, I'm just going to click maybe later and do the trial, just do the trial stuff for now. So I can kind of see there that uh, I've logged in, I've got a, a, a Strava account now. So we're gonna go back over to the Zwift Racing app. We're gonna sign in with Strava. It's gonna to want to authorize. So yes, we are gonna authorize the Zwift Racing to connect to Strava. And because we're already logged into Strava, it's automatically connected to it. So now I've got a Zwift Racing account. Awesome, but I've got a claim my writing profile from Zwift Power. And we're gonna come back in here and paste it into that writer search field. Now, mine didn't come up, only because it's a new account. I've only just created it. Um, it might take some time for it to appear. Um, but if you've been swimming for a little while, uh, chances are it's all been synchronized already and your account will appear. Um, to show you what it looks like, I'll just paste it on my main account. There it is there, Nathan. And then what I do is I can hit that plus icon right there and I can claim or link my Zwift Racing app to my Zwift Power account. You can now start entering general races in order to help generate your ranking. Your ranking is sort of how you perform. If you're a D grade rider, a C grade rider, B or A, in Zwift Racing app, it's a little bit more granular than that. So there's a lot more categories, there's 16 in total for all the different rankings. And the ranking in, Zwift, in, in the Zwift Racing app is based on how, you, how, how well you win, how, how good you are at, at racing, um, whereas Zwift Power is more about your, your power over 20 minutes. Okay, so the final step is to then go and find a team to join. So the best way to do that is through Facebook. 
Uh, in this case, we're going to open Facebook up. We're going to go to AHDR, uh, type them in, and there'll be a few Facebook pages that come up. Um, we're looking for anything to do with AHDR racing. Uh, click on them. We're going to join the group. Uh, some groups have different joining mechanisms than others. But once you've joined the group, you can then go in and uh, post a message. Just post a message. Hey, you know, hey, yeah, hi, I'm new to Zwifting or new to Zwift Racing. Interested in joining and racing? You know, who do I need to talk to? Boom. Once you've done that, um, wtrl.racing is a great website. That's like the main portal for Zwift Racing. Uh, you can go and register an account there. It's very easy to do that. I didn't step through that because it's just register it, put your email address and password in, that's it. Um, but what I'm doing here is I'm tick clicking through my profile just to show you sort of what you get to see. Now this is the past ZRL season, which just finished in uh, March. Uh, I was in the AHDR Commodores team. Um, you can see some of the other riders in there. You know, and a bit of information about that. I hope they don't mind me showing this. What then happens is your race manager or your captain uh, will get what's called race passes, which are emailed to you. You click on that. It's like going into Zwift Companion app and clicking an event and joining it. So the race pass is sort of like your invitation to go and race. Once you've accepted that and you've chosen the right uh, group to go into, and you'll be told all this. Um, you then see your race in the companion app, just like you would any other race. The time, the date, um, and which pen you've got to be in. And you're racing. So give it a shot, have at it, see how you go. Um, let us know if you've got any questions or if there's anything that didn't quite make sense um, or if there's anything else that you're interested in knowing about and we'll see if we can add it in later on. Yeah, so thanks for that. Um, and just like with all these videos, um, if, uh, if, you've, if you're watching, you've got a question, you're not sure what we meant by something we were talking about, uh, drop a comment in the um, uh, below and um, we'll, be, we'll get back to you and um, we might even do another video on it later on. Okay, so we're getting to the favorite part of the, the show. We're gonna jump across to um, the Sunday Roast. Okay, so let me bring that up. Um, who are we doing today, Rob? What's uh, what's on the menu today? Uh, one of the nicest people on the internet, uh, Everyday Zwifter, is in the Cobble Crush series. Known Everyday Zwifter for right, a long time. There we go. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. And well, it's all in the video. Is is top one of one of the nicest guys in the internet. He's helped me a lot. No, he's fantastic. I, I love uh, Lockie. He's a great guy. I love watching his videos. He's um, he's just really enjoyable person to watch, I think, Swifting, and he makes it look pretty easy too. All right, let's get into it. I've known Everyday Swifter for a long time. I've been commenting on his videos for over a year. He often comments on mine. We give each other tips. He helped me get set up on YouTube. He's a top guy. So on Saturday night, it was quite late and I saw he was planning to do the Cobble Crusher, um, Cobble Climbs race. 
and I thought, yeah, I'll stay up and watch his stream and make some comments and we'll have a nice chat and it'll be lovely. And I've got to say, it's a decision I soon came to regret. Um, so this is the Richmond <laughs> cobbled climb route and it follows the uh, last um, the last few Ks that the UCI uh, 2015 Ro uh, World Road Race Championship was run on and it's where Peter Sagan did his famous move where he attacked on Broad Street after wearing the opposition down all day and then hit Broad Street extremely hard, got a gap, super tucked, um, super tucked down the other side and took it away up Governor Street. And if you haven't seen it, you should should check that out. It's a great race, as opposed to this. Now, something slightly weird does happen here. So going down the, I think it's Main Street, and the two power-ups available are anvils and feathers. And down here, so you would think that half of the um, field would have anvils, but nobody uses an anvil at all down Main Street. No one in this pack, no one in the pack behind, otherwise you'd see them flying flying ahead. Except two guys now. One guy uses right at the bottom, and then another guy thinks, yeah, I'll do it too. So you get a mini Sunday roast, you two. Don't know who you are, but that was stupid. Should have saved it for a double drop over the top of Libby Hill. But uh, Everyday Zwifter's doing a great job. He's been in the draft all the way, in the front group, just chilling, and as we hit Libby, he still maintains excellent position, just staying in, staying in touch with the front all the way, getting whatever drafts available when it is available, hitting the corners hard when he needs to, and yeah, he's just doing it like a pro. And I'm just saying, I'm just in the chat saying, yeah, yeah, great, and yeah, that's just about perfect, and uh, just. Um, like Sagan, he takes his position uh, behind the front group as he's super tucking down towards Broad Street and as he hits Broad Street he hits the front and all he needs to do now is just take it easy over the over Broad Street and whoa what are you doing off he goes and unlike Sagan who wore his position down all day Everyday Zwifter's got to win it from here with 11 Ks to go without tiring the opposition down. It doesn't need a peloton. It's just boom, off he goes. He's going to win the race. Hitting it really hard. He's already got the lead, but he's still still going, still hammering it down. And he takes, well, he takes a takes a four second lead over uh, third and fourth place. Uh, I was watching at the time, and uh, this is my reaction uh, as I was, uh, I just happened to be recording. I think I'm saying something like, Oh, what a great idea to attack over the top of uh, Broad Street. I really appreciate uh, the race and staying up till two o'clock in the morning to watch you and uh, giving me a great, uh, great race to uh, watch with you. What a great idea that was. So, yeah, he's got a big lead and he's looking down and he's still pushing, still pushing. So he wants to extend his lead down uh, the other side of Broad Street. And uh, it looks quite tight now. Look at that, look at that mountain of red he's created. Wow, it's like an Everest of red. And 
he, I think, yeah, tactically decides to uh, let the others catch him, and then up, governors. Uh, I think maybe that effort's starting to uh, cost him now, and they gradually go away from him, and it all ends. I mean, it's not too bad, is it? Fifth place, you, you can't complain, but you did go a bit hard there every day, Swifter. And yeah, it, you paid for it. I think you stopped there. I think you stopped for a second. <laughs> but thank you for submitting the race. Uh, it was very good fun. And yeah, just uh, next time you hit the lead, don't uh, don't think you pierced again. Okay, cheerio. Oh, that was tremendous. Um, that was uh, I've, I've I've crashed on that uh, that climb too. That's not my favourite either. But that was uh, that was fantastic, Rob. Yeah. Well. And uh, with uh, Jake saying that he got inspiration from GCN, I got inspiration from Jake. Jake is the <laughs> OG of the uh, YouTube uh, roast. Well, to be fair, you did a good job then. I could feel your your, your sense of despair was palpable. Uh, but it was, I thought that was so insane because he did such a great job pacing himself and uh, sitting in the right position on um, Libby Living. Hill that I thought, well, this is going to be a masterclass. Do you know, I think actually the tip that I gave him was to hold his anvil for over the top of of uh, Libby. And I think it worked too well because he got another anvil. So he, he started picking up speed on that, you know, that, mm. that gradual descent o over Libby. And then he hit his second anvil and he was like, whoa, he was like, wow, I'm in the lead. <laughs> <laughs> I think it worked too well. You've got to, you've got to admire the... Uh... The cojones on him, though, it was, you know, you've got to you've got to respect those sort of attacks. But yeah, I think to be fair, if it was one of my videos, I would have been saying something along the lines of there's a crazy guy gone up the road and we're going to let him go. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, fantastic. And um, if anyone else is watching and you've got a video that you uh, you want Rob to uh, give the one over, um, drop us a link in the, in the description below uh, or jump over to Facebook or flick us an email. All the links will be in the description. And Rob will definitely dine out on uh, your race. Well, interestingly, Everyday Swift has just joined in on the live page just as our segment started. So he's just caught all of that. And uh, he's just commented on there that it was the anvils that uh, set him up on that. that that's what did it. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to use it on, on Main Street on the descent. I was like, no, just hold it back. And he was like, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Okay, so, all right, we're going to set this up, we're going to jump over, we're going to do a quiz. I think I've ironed out all the issues now. There's been a couple of uh, critiques that have been made in the past. Uh, I think I've got it all sorted out. We're going to try our best to save this segment. If I can't bring it home today, then I think it's going to go in the bin, but um, we will give it a shot. So let's jump hey, over let's, to... Let's be clear on the format. All right. I've got a feeling Jake's <laughs> going to get very competitive with this. <laughs> well, hang on, Luke, I'll do... Okay, so I've got Jake's page up there just as a placeholder for a second. Um, so we've got, uh, I've got nine questions. It's the best of nine. It's between Andrew, Rob, and Jake. Uh, and I do have a tiebreaker uh, just in case we do have a situation where there's more than one person with the same score. Okay, it is multiple choice. Um, you're going to get, in a moment, I'll give you question one. You're going to get a picture. It's 
how well do you know your banners? Okay, so you'll get a picture and you're going to get uh, four options. Your name is your buzzer. So the first uh, person I hear call out their name gets a chance to answer it. Um, if you get it wrong, it goes to everyone else. They get a chance until either someone gets it right or you guys throw your hands up. So you ready to go? Yeah, I did it. I was born ready. Excellent. That's what I wanted to hear. Okay, so here we're going to go with the first question. Rob. Rob. The UCI. A UCI. Which one though, Rob? Which UCI? <laughs> Can you name the place? Richmond. Oh, good. We'll give you that. We'll give it you. Right, I should know. Right. I've done it twice tonight already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Rob, Jake, and uh, Andrew. I'm going to get my score, my official scorecard here. Here we go. That's the first one to Rob. Excellent. Going well so far. Okay. Question number two. Hello. Hello. Uh, this is the C, Lucy Express. You are correct. Yeah. One to Rob, one to Hutto. Jake, you are falling desperately behind. Okay. Number three. Hutto. Hutto. Um, I can't see it. <laughs> this is the epic com reverse correct it is yeah you're right it is yep you you can see the picture okay can you jake yeah we i was looking at the wrong screen well. i'm looking at the right one now so you better well, watch out guys you can expand right. that window don't forget yeah 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 you can that's Let's right the previews yep so there's a couple of um oh can you see the previews yeah oh hang on there we go just make that window full size. No, and then no, I've got it. Got it. Okay, then, so um, yeah, a couple of them are easy, a couple of them are hard, uh, but we'll see how we go. Okay, question. That's question number three. Two to Hutto, one to Rob. Question four. Jake, Hello. that is Jake. The, that's the volcano. Come on, I know yes, that one. Come on. I've seen Rob sprinting up there too many times now. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call that sprinting. <laughs> Okay, so question, so we're halfway, almost halfway. One to Rob, one to Jake, two to Hutto. Question five. Rob. Hello. Rob. Knickerbocker. Correct. I did that this week. Well done. Yeah, I was trying to think of other ones that look similar to that. Okay, uh, so it's question number five. Question number six. Rob. Rob. Glasgow crit circuit. Correct. It is. You can, Rob, you can let the guests win, you know. You're too fast, Rob. It's too, it's like the sprint finish. I, I can't compete. <laughs> well, here's the place for the Zwifty maneuver. <laughs> that is what it's called. I'm, I'm gripping on my handlebars. It's not doing anything. You're pulling up, <laughs> but it's not going anywhere. Okay, so that's question number six. Three to Rob, one to Jake, and two to Andrew. Come on, Jake, you can bring this home. Seven. Jake, that's Innsbruck ring. You are correct. Oh God, I hate that spread. I'm always dead after the leg snubber at that yeah. point. No, it's a tough one. I don't like it either. Especially after like four, yeah, four laps of it. You're sort of uh, limping home. Okay, question number eight. Oh, uh, Jake. The Jake. Oh. Look, I want to say, say yes, but it's not. 
<sighs> Rob. Rob. Downtown Dolphin. Correct. I can never remember which way it is. No, yeah, me neither. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I've done it 900 times. That lap. Might catch you out. Uh, I think Rob's got this one, but let's uh, finish it up. So, last question. Jake, I'm going to take a wild punt on Road to Ruins. You are correct. Well done, guys. That was Losers. So Rob did take that one home. Uh, For Rob. Good ball. That is how you do it. Free to Andrew, two to Jake. Well, does, does this segment live to see another episode? <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll think about so. that in the yeah. next week. I think so. As long as Rob doesn't win the next one. <laughs> hey, look, if anyone's got any dream. Come on. If anyone has any suggestions on uh, quizzes, because I'm starting to run out of ideas, but uh, oh, let's do the tiebreaker anyway. Can we do the tiebreaker anyway? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll tell you what, this is worth double points. So, Andrew or uh, Jake, if you... This is where Rob's taking over now. He's he's lost his crown in the racing. Like, his 22 races (laughs) has come to a thing. And he's picking it up here. All right. Here comes the the last one. Hello. Yes, hello. Uh, Surrey Hills. No. Jake. Jake. Is that that Bologna? Yes, it is. I hate that course. And because that was double points, you win. Yay! Oh, what? <laughs> undisputed and undisputed, Rob. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, guess a number that you had to be closest to. That's what tiebreakers should be. That's a that's not a tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Is it? Is it? I think it's a tiebreaker. Okay. okay. Well, gentlemen, I think... Hang on. Have my... Let's go back to... With my mouse gone. There we go. I think we have uh, come to the end. I thought we might have some pics to show, but I don't have any at the moment. Um, I think that's been good, though. It's been a great episode. I think, um, Jake. Hey, thanks very much. Uh, what's um, any any parting suggestions on uh, how this has all gone? I think this was uh, excellent. Really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me on. Uh, the only thing I would change next time is giving Rob some sort of handicap on the quiz. Um, for, for, you know, I, I'm going to have to come back and beat him on a, a future episode. I don't think we can leave it quite like that. But uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it. Make sure you check out the In The Drops podcast. Obviously, you are if you're already watching it, but make sure you're subscribed. And uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Jake. We've already got a 10% boost from your audience, I think. Look at that. That's su- if that's not superstar status, I don't know what is. How's the um, the comments been, Hello. Yeah, the comments have been good. We've we've had a few people in there. Roy's been here. Morning, Roy. Everyday Swifter's been on with us. Uh, good morning to those guys. And uh, Stuarty Pollock uh, was on there earlier. I think just to help stir up uh, Jake with his uh, garage. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, welcome yeah, aboard, guys. Been great. Yeah, and um, we've got a link to uh, to Jake's um, uh, channel below, as well as his uh, Facebook Facebook group social. Um, so if you haven't already gone to subscribe and, and become a member, go and jump over there, check it out. There's some really great stuff. And as I said, Jake's videos are tremendous. If you really want to get to um, understand the nuances of racing, 
there the videos go and watch. Uh, sorry, Rob, yours are great too, but um, Jake's are no, Jake. a, a pretty great. I've standing on the shoulders of giants. So, uh, <laughs> it's all stolen from him. Uh, that's wonderful. Um, that's it from me, gentlemen. Um, do you have anything else we want to finish up on? Yeah. Good luck with the wedding. Hope everything yeah. goes well. Right. Yeah. So I, I think, think that's the thing that the viewers are going to want to find out the most about Nathan is how this wedding's gone. If you well, come back a married man, or if it if it all went to pot. I mean, we're holding out hope. I'm sure it's going to be okay. But you've got to you've got to let them know next week where it's going to be. I will be. It is being streamed live, not on my channel. Um, but um, when I do get a copy of the video, I am going to bring it along and I'll throw it on my channel. And um, so if you've subscribed to it, uh, it's on the rivet. Um, I'm going to sit down and uh, and roast my own wedding. So um, for, for 20 minutes or so. So uh, yeah, that should be good. But thank you very much, guys. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, said anyone else? Sorry? A bit of late mail just came in. Tim Hansen says, Jake, thanks very much for the sprinting tip. Awesome. Oh. My pleasure, Tim. Thank you for the feedback. Cheers, mate. Tim's an awesome spinner already. Yeah. Well, there you go. Making our competition even stronger, Rob. It's not sensible, is it? It's <laughs> not fair. Not fair to us, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully we have uh, Tim on the show next week, actually. Yeah, we can arrange it. All right, guys. Uh, I think that's it. I think we've reached another episode. We've uh, made it to the end. Um, it's been it's been wonderful, Jake. Again, thank you for joining us. Um, Hutto, appreciate it as always. Rob, excellent videos. Um, we're going to head up there. So thanks very much, everyone, for watching. Appreciate it, and um, keep it in the drops. Cheers, guys. Bye.